With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host. Today, we have a special edition uh, with Justin Wells. Justin was at the Texas Junior Day yesterday. Um, uh, talking and interviewing with uh, interviewing some of the players that were in uh, for the unofficial visit uh, to what was coined the Texas Elite Day. Uh, just a real quick reminder, uh, if you one thing that we are waiting on today that's not Junior Day related is a potential decision by Latavius Brini, uh, the safety from Georgia as a transfer, uh, visited Texas uh, late this past week and is expected to announce a decision here in the next 24 hours or so, um, please look in at uh, InsideTexas.com for the very latest because we're taping this show uh, at around uh, nine o'clock central time on Sunday morning, uh, just uh, hours after Texas finished their junior day. Justin, welcome in, bud. Uh, Justin of InsideTexas.com, recruiting analyst. Uh, Thanks for coming in. I know it's been a long day for you the last 24 hours. Yes, yes. Yesterday was a long day. Um, I can't remember a junior day having so many players before. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian decided to do it big and invited over 120 kids. They crammed a lot into about six hours worth of visit time. And so, um, man, it just it one of the I guess the, the number one thing was so many players were excited about these new coaches. Everyone was raving about Tashar Choice and Brendan Marion. And for a lot of these kids, this was their first time to Texas. And for others, it was the first time to meet those new coaches. And so give Sarkin and the support staff a ton of credit. Chris Gilbert, those guys, they put together a really, really good show. Good. That's great. I I think that, you know, as I'm looking at it right now, um, Texas had, you said, 120 guys or so in. A lot of it was a get-to-know-you type thing, right? Um, But from my count, uh, and this is – Texas extended uh, eight new offers to kids in the class of 2023. So this next recruiting class, I want to go over those guys with you today. Uh, 13 players from the class of 2023 had already been offered by Texas and were on campus as well. So that's 21 guys just from the class of 2023 that Texas definitely wants, not including some that they are definitely interested in. Uh, then they also extended uh, eight new offers in the class of 2024 and another offer. Uh, is it the first offer in the class of 2025? Decorian uh, Moore, wide receiver from Duncanville. Yeah. So so there there were in total 17 new offers yesterday, plus 13 guys that had already been offered for the class of 2023. It's a big it's a big recruiting day for the Longhorns on campus. Um, you mentioned mentioned some prevailing thoughts, which I thought were good to start with. Uh, you talked about uh, Tashar Choice, the Texas running back coach, and Brandon Marion, the new Texas wide receivers coach. Those guys got some positive reviews overall? Absolutely. You know, in the past, I think we've seen these events, and we've seen uh, a myriad of Texas coaches from Mac to Charlie to, to Coach Herman be a little more judicious with offers. 
they were usually they would, you know, it was more like you said, a meet and greet and get to know them. This staff didn't do that. If these guys liked you, they slapped an offer on you yesterday. And to me, that was refreshing because instead of telling kids that, you know, you have to come to campus during the spring to earn an earn a offer or you have to come through on a spring game visits, things of that sort, it wasn't that, that wasn't the case. And a lot of these relationships were carried over from when Coach Choice was coaching, you know, at, at, at Georgia Tech, from when Brennan Marion was coaching at Pitt. And so it was a lot of, hey, now I'm in Austin. Let me show you what we can offer. Gotcha. So, you know, I, I think that, that that's interesting. And I also think that uh, the sheer number uh, is, is good for Texas because uh, they are starting uh, – it's a new class. Uh, and they have identified some guys they want um, and kind of made that – overt, you know, in, in public yesterday yes. with some offers, some of which we were waiting on to see if they were actually going to going to go on. Um, <laughs> let's just go position by position, though, uh, and start with the new offers. Cameron Cook out of Round Rock, Stony Point. Uh, there was some thought that they might be offering another running back here or there. Cameron Cook wasn't a name that a lot of you guys were coming up with prior to yesterday, but he's the one that emerged with an offer. Absolutely. Cameron's a kid that Coach Choice went to go see him. He was one of the first kids he went to see last week when, when he got into Austin uh, over, over at Stony Point. Cook is, is, is a dynamic kid. He, he does. He's kind of an all-purpose back. He's 5'10", about 180. He's got some really nice offers, Bobby. This is a kid that's got some upside. I think this is a two-running back class. And in that case, I've always Reuben Owens is going to be your priority one. And so you got to try to find who can be that running back, too, that could slide in there, potentially be complimentary to a, to a Reuben Owens. Um, I was a little surprised Cook was offered. But then you watch his tape and you see his offer list from USC, from, from North, Northwestern, from Utah. He's got some, some, some nice academic schools coming after him. And he's got some real nice talent, and he's right down the road. So I, I thought it was great that Coach Choice went to go see him last week, told him they, that they may have something for him if he came by. Cameron came by. He got that offer. Yeah. He, he, so he's two-time All-District selection at Stony Point as a sophomore and a junior. Last year, he now he only rushed 87 times for 695 yards. So not a heavy, heavy run-heavy guy. A lot of big runs though. Averaged right at nine yards per carry. Um, and I think that that when you look at you talked about whether it's Reuben Owens or Cedric Baxter or, or one of these uh, guys that uh, may carry a, a higher rating that Texas is in on uh, from a running back perspective. They're looking for something a little bit different. And uh, Cook's big playability may be uh, what separated him a little bit from a, a group of others that were potentials. And, and they're still evaluating, so there may be others. Um, no other running back yesterday was offered, though, uh, of the ones that came in, correct? Not to my knowledge. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought, too. Okay, all right. Um Wide receiver, this was one that we were waiting on and had heard would be coming uh, and reported on early, especially Jerry Hamilton. Kyle Parker from Lovejoy uh, uh, caught 47 balls last year, 790 yards, 11 touchdowns, added a couple scores on the ground. 5'10", 175, he's, he's, he's a shorter, um, smaller guy, but again, he's a speedster too. Um, did you get a chance to talk to Kyle at the, at the uh, junior day and what were his thoughts? Absolutely. Kyle was one of those kids where it was almost too good to be true. I, you know, even when you tell a kid, if you come to Austin, you're going to get an offer. I think sometimes they're a little hesitant 
And that was that that's Kyle. He's kind of a humble, modest kid. Uh, one of the main things he said that stood out was getting to meet Brennan Marion. Uh, he had talked, he had speak, spoke to him before, but he, they'd never formally met. And so he, get, he, he broke down on his offense exactly how he would be used. You know, there's in an Xavier worthy type role where he could be moved around. And, and you're, you're talking about a kid that's going to be gunning for a 10 500 this spring. He's a, he's a pure speedster. Uh, one of the other notes was just uh, one of the top wide receiver uh, prospects for Texas is Jonte Cook out of DeSoto. Jonte has been uh, telling Texas to offer this kid. Jonte is a big Kyle Parker fan. As soon as Kyle got the offer, he, he called Jonte and Jonte let him know, hey, you, you're, you're big time now. You now we got it. Now we can make a decision to go do something. They, they have a good friendship there. And anytime you have a Jonte Cook that's telling the Texas staff, "Hey, this is a kid you need to get on," that's a good sign. I think both ways. Um, Parker's one of those. He wanted to take some spring visits, but now I think he's going to reassess kind of where he's at. Uh, because it, you know, it's starting to kind of a little overwhelming for him. He wants to slow it down, but that kid was so excited to get the offer. It was, it, it, he, he was smiling ear to ear. He was one of those. He's just one of those kids that's grateful. He, he's just gracious to be there. And like you said, he can go. If there's one constant with these receiver targets, it's speed. It's speed. I mean, and you want to say, well, most receivers have it. No, most don't. Some have quickness. Some have speed. Some can go vertical. This guy can scoot. And so I think uh, Texas going ahead and extending the offer was big for Parker. And it put them squarely at, at the top of the list. Who is the main competition there, to your knowledge? Uh, I know Texas A&M likes him. I know Baylor likes him. I know Texas Tech likes him. Uh, that's just from the from the in-state guys. But he's still a little under the radar, believe it or not. I think it, because there's so many, it's so there's so many talented guys in state with Jalen Hill, with Jonte Cook, with Jaquez Petaway, that sometimes Parker gets a little overshadowed. But don't get it twisted. This kid can move. Yeah, don't forget about Ryan Niblett either. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, two two other receivers were on, or two other wide receivers were on campus yesterday. Jaden Greathouse from Austin Westlake had that phenomenal state championship game, uh, and then Ashton Cozart out of uh, Flower Mound, Marcus, uh, up in the Dallas area, uh, also in town. Uh, did you get a chance to talk to either of those guys or you were Hudson Standish was also there for us. Did y'all talk? Hudson, to Hudson spoke to, to Cozart. I, I did get a couple notes from him. Cozart, it's good to get him back because if you remember back in, in December, he was close to committing to OU. And then when Lincoln Riley took his brisket to Southern Cal, Cozart kind of stepped back just a little bit and wanted to, to, to reassess, but it still kept, you know, he still has OU in the mix. He's still definitely thinking about OU, but he likes Texas. He likes Austin. There's something about the city. He's been there at least a half a dozen times, it feels like. Cozart's very familiar with that. And getting to see Brennan Marion in person, I know, was also a big, a big thing for him. As for Jaden Greathouse, he was the last one out of the building, just like he is at Westlake, the last one out of the building. And that's usually a symbol of the hardest worker. Uh, I asked him, what was Texas' message for you? And he said, I quote, I'm needed. And that's a definite. He is needed. I asked him, where, where do they envision you at the next level? And he said, they, they like me at receiver. They think they can move me around a little bit in the slot, maybe some flex tied in, try to find mismatches for him. And that really appeals to Jaden. Jaden's one of those kids, he'll never talk about himself. 
unless you get him in a corner and you force him to. He'll never talk about anything above the team. He's very, very level-headed and grounded in that regard. But I love how Texas is approaching his recruitment because Notre Dame's going to get a visit. Oklahoma's going to get a visit. He's got some – Auburn's got uh, – is trying to push for a visit. He's got some schools that really like him. And he's one of those, like you said, he, he – he shows up in the biggest games at the biggest times. And with Connor Robertson coming in the mix from Westlake with Ethan Burke coming in the, in the mix from Westlake, he's got some familiarity with his, with his, his former teammates. And I think that's going to help Texas. I think Texas is in the lead for this kid right now. He's not going to say he has a leader because he's too respectful, but I think Texas is in the lead. And I think after spring, I think you could see a decision before the summer. Gotcha. Um, no new tight end offered over the weekend, but Lafayette Kaiway, the young man um, out of Arlington area, was in, and you guys talked to him. What did he have yeah. to say? Still, it's still Texas. Texas did a that that was one of the examples of Jeff Banks getting in on that early evaluation. And that really resonates with, with Lafayette. This is it. And he's a great looking kid. I wrote about him last week that he's probably the most under the radar tied in in the nation. No, this kid doesn't get near as much love as he should. And if you, if you ask Texas, they would probably like to keep it that way. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think all they did, all they did was continue to separate from the pack in that particular recruitment. So if you're looking at tight ends, which I feel like it's going to be a two tight end class as well in, in 2023, uh, you know, Lafayette's one of those kids that uh, he could fit that mold really well. Okay. There was only one new offer on the offensive line. Um, but there were several guys in that had already been offered. So the new offer is Ian Reed, a local product out of Austin Vandegrift, 6'6", 280, plays, also plays rugby for his high school. Uh, he sounded surprised by his offer. Uh, what did you guys get back from him? Yeah, I spoke to Ian. He was completely overwhelmed to the point – you know, every once in a while, we'll come across a couple of kids that just aren't used to the process. They're not used to being interviewed. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. a new thing to them. And you, you could kind of tell it was it was a little overwhelming for him. But that's great. That's a good sign. That means he's he's grateful. That means that he the, the moments it, it, he had told me it hadn't really sunk in yet. Um you know, watching his tape, I think there, there's some ability there. There really are. I, I think he could be a tackle at the next level. Um, I love the other guys they kind of have prioritized, and we'll talk about those guys, Isaiah Robinson and Jaden Chapman. But the fact that they, you know, Reed's a local kid, so why not start that relationship, extend that offer, make sure you're starting to build on that. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of guys on him right now. Texas is another early evaluation there, and so – uh, after taking seven in the last 2022 class, I think they're going to be a little more judicious with how many how many O-line takes they get this year. I'm not sure we'll, where Reed fits in uh, as, as, say, as contingency for a guy like a Chapman or a Robinson, but he was absolutely thrilled. You could tell the kid was – it was a little overwhelming for him, but that, that, that's sweet. Yeah, I almost think they're I almost think they're past the idea of contingencies at some level, right? If they're making these new offers, the other the other guys you mentioned, uh, Jaden Chapman from Harker Heights was in, uh, Isaiah Robinson from Arlington Lamar, I believe, was in, right? And yes. then Connor Stroh also uh, from uh, Frisco Wakeland. What do those guys have in common? I mean, size? Are they just all big, 
boys. Connor Stroh looks like big country Bryant Reeves from the Vancouver Grizzlies. Um, <laughs> Isaiah Robinson looks outstanding. I got to speak to his mother and his father at length yesterday after last night after talking to Isaiah. Texas has put themselves in such a great position for Robinson. He added a couple offers this week, one from Cal, another, I believe, from Oklahoma State and, and USC. So he's got some of those West Coast guys coming after him. And then you've got Jaden Chapman who picked up son. Then you got Jaden Chapman that picked up uh, Alabama offer last week. And, and I asked him about that. I said, well, you know, what was it like to get offered by Bama? And he was excited. But then he started talking about Texas again. And I said, what was so special about Texas? And he said, Justin, they were my first offer. They were the first people that stood up and said that they wanted me. And to me, that makes a big difference. And so that's how you recruit. You put in, you, you plant those seeds early. You get some of those early offers in, take some of those chances on kids that don't have a dozen offers already. And usually you can grow those by the time those kids sign. And Jaden Chapman, you know, I wanted to ask him about his Bama offer, and he wanted to talk about getting back to Texas and seeing Kyle Flood again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gotcha. No, it's, that's, I think you make a great point and it's probably one that uh, hasn't been made enough uh, over the last several years. Uh, Matt Brown certainly made a lot of early offers in, in his career as he got started. Um, but neither Charlie Strong nor Tom Herman necessarily did that, in my opinion, uh, thinking that they had to be more judicious uh, later. But perhaps the, the more important thing is to do a better job of evaluating early so you can make early offers uh, that you want to, that you want to keep up with. I agree. Um, speaking of that, one that we were, we're moving on to defense line, defensive uh, end now, kind of the edge guy um, are, are really strong side guys are slash outside linebacker edge. Um, one that we were waiting on to see whether it would happen is Colton Vosick out of Austin Westlake defensive MVP of the five of the state championship game excuse me, ended last year with 10 sacks, 16 tackles for a loss. He's a Texas legacy. I want to make a correction. Uh, a week ago on a, on, a, on a video cast, I said he was the son of Dwayne Vosick. I was wrong. He's the son of Brian Vosick, uh, who was from Smithville. Uh, and my apologies uh, for that to, to Colton and his family. Um, but he had been offered by Oklahoma, USC, a lot of different people. People were wondering, is he going to be offered by Texas? Uh, Texas answered that pretty quickly on on Saturday. Yeah, his dad's the, also the D line coach at Westlake, and so he's got a little bit. He, he has some genes, some football genes. I call Voshik the Hudson Standish special uh, because this is a kid that he's been telling me about Voshik for six months, and and everything he has said has been accurate and correct. Voshik's a great looking kid. I mean, he's got the frame that, that, that you see at the next level that you get into a strength conditioning program and, and it gets serious real quick with that kid. I think Texas, that offer 
put they were already in the mix. The horns were already going to be in that conversation. That offer, all it did was justify in their mind that, hey, they are serious about me. They are serious about bringing me to Austin. And so uh, Vashik's another one that I'm telling you, this Westlake pipeline is real. Now, um, you know, in the past, I know that Texas was always a little hesitant when it came to Lake Travis and Westlake kids. Uh, that doesn't seem to be the case over the last few seasons. They're stacking some kids from, from the local schools, which they should. You know, when you've got when you got teams like that, uh, you know, especially like Westlake, you need to do that. And so getting Vashik offered it was our, our long national nightmare on the message board is finally over. Colton Vashik has been offered. Hudson Standish woke up with a bigger smile than usual and all's good in eight. Okay. Uh, the one that I thought was, I mean, I watched this film and I was like, wow, this is kind of a wow player. Braylon Shelby out of Friendswood. Yeah. I, I was not expecting this uh, when I turned on the film. Two-time All-District performer. Last year, he's a unanimous all selection All-District. Lists at 6'5", 230. Is he a legit 6'5", 230? I in. I think that's a little – I think that's stretching it a little bit. I'd say he's probably more in the 6'4", 215 range. Um, he's a good-looking kid. Don't get me wrong. He, he's a great-looking kid, a good-looking athlete. I remember Jerry talking about him months ago, maybe last summer, uh, when he was going back through his old stomping grounds at Friendswood and, 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 let, and let us know about Shelby. That was another one that uh, Hudson Standish got to talk got, – got to speak to him yesterday. He was excited uh, about getting that offer as well, and he's going to be one Texas is going to have to watch because, like you said, you watch the tape, there's going to be a lot of other schools that start coming after him. OU, Texas A&M, LSU, you're going to have some schools that are going to be in the mix for this kid. And it's good that Texas got him in there and they got that offer out. Yeah, I, I, even if he's only 6'4", I mean, only, I, I say that. With he's still his, young. Tongue-in-cheek. Oh, well, his length is is phenomenal. You know, he's got long arms. and Good wingspan. Yeah, tremendous-looking prospect. The other edge guy slash linebacker uh, that was offered, Carson Dean. Uh, he had already been offered, actually, uh, but right. he's from Hebron in the Louisville area up in Dallas. Uh, he was also in yesterday as well. Let's move uh, to defensive line. Now, I want to go through this list real quick because they, they had two new offers yesterday on the defensive line, and then they also had several that were in that had already been offered. The two new ones, Jaron Woods out of LaGrange, who's a two-way lineman, 6'4", 280. Um, Jerry Hamilton had said earlier in the week, hey, watch this guy for an offer. Uh, so I watched the film. Excellent athlete at 6'4", 280. Did you guys get a chance to talk to Jaron at the event or how did that work out? Yeah, I, through the scrum of, of, the, of all the kids coming out last night, I, I was unable to get him. I'm not – I'm unsure if Joe or, or Hudson may have touched base with him. I, I don't think they did either. Actually, I believe Jerry was the one that was, was did us a solid and was able to reach out to him after his offer, and, and he posted some quotes at InsideTexas.com, so you guys check that out. Um, but, yeah, he's one Jerry was trying to tell us, hey, look, this is a kid that's on the radar. And, and by all means, he, he got that offer yesterday. And so I, I like being in – I like offers in that area because you've got some other really talented guys at that school as well. So it's always good to kind of – you don't want to single any of those dudes out. It's, there's more than just Bravey and Rogers sitting over there. Yeah, was Bravey and Rogers in yesterday, by the way? Did he come I in? Don't I don't believe so. I don't believe okay. so. Okay, gotcha. The other uh, – another local offer – uh, Ansel Nadore, um, 6'3", 255, defensive lineman out of Round Rock. Uh, I watched this film. I mean, these guys are quick. 
I mean, Texas is clearly looking for quick kids on the defensive line, and that that certainly fits him. He'd already been offered by Baylor and Texas Tech, so he wasn't some sort of unknown. Uh, but Texas pulled the trigger there. What did uh, you guys learn about that one? This that one's a kid that I think they know what they want on the defensive line. They have a, a set prototype for each spot, and and I think he has. I think he fits in one of those. When you're talking about maybe an interior defender, maybe can, can slide on the outside as, as well. You notice the quickness. I think they're looking for guys that can get to the passer. If there's one thing the defense really sorely lacked last season was a pass rush. And, and you, you've watched football long enough, Bobby. If you don't get to the quarterback, eventually they're going to beat you. And so if, if you notice a trend with some of these edge guys, you know, like your, your Ashton Porter type guys, it's because they can bend the edge, they're quick, and they can get to the passer. And I think that's going to be more of a focus in this offseason and roster building for Sark and Coach PK. They've got to get guys on the ball that can pressure the quarterback and when you like you said seeing some of these quickness cats I think Anador is a guy that can kind of fit in that role as well gotcha um all right the other defensive linemen that had already been offered that were on campus for the class of 2023 um Marcus Deal out of Naaman Forest considered one of the state's top prospects and then Ashton Porter uh the defensive lineman that Texas offered uh last year actually out of uh Cy Ranch both both in town uh any feedback on those guys Marcus Deal, O-line, D-line, three-tech, offensive tackle. He can play either spot. I think at the, he wants to play on the defensive line, from what we understand. His father was there yesterday, too. I believe his father is also a D-line coach at Naaman Forest. But you just can't help but notice he's got some of those – dancing bear skills that would really pay off on the offensive line. So to me, and I think the staff feels the same way, you just get deal signed, just get him on campus, get him signed, and you figure out where he's going to play later because he's a big, strong kid who is just now coming into his own. This is kind of – he's almost – I wouldn't say he's timid, but he's definitely quiet, a little shy. Wait till he starts to come out of his shell. That's a kid that I think could really explode over the next few months. And then the other one was Ashton Porter, who's probably the strongest Texas lean of the class of 2023 right now. Um, I, I, I joked with him. I said, did you get to pick out your locker? This time. And he said, not yet. He said, maybe coming close, but not yet. He wants to take a few more visits this spring. But I would be shocked if Porter doesn't wind up in Texas probably before the summer. Who are the top competitors for Deal, uh, Porter, Woods, those guys? For Deal, Texas A&M, they're in the mix. They, they, they definitely they're definitely there. Baylor is trying to, to get in the mix. I know Oklahoma, they're also interested as well. Deal's going to have more. And I, I know I'm shortchanging him. There's he's got a few other really nice offers. I know there's some people after him. Porter, that one's interesting. He's going to visit Baylor next weekend and then Texas Tech after that. And so I think that's Texas competition right there. And to be totally honest, I don't really think Texas has any competition when it comes to Porter. For Woods, it remains to be seen. Uh, Jerry may be able to add a little bit more insight onto to his competition. But right now, I feel like um, I, I'm real unsure on, on who else is coming after Woods. And Nador has already been offered by both Baylor, Texas Tech, and now Texas as well. Um, yes, sir. The the there were like we mentioned Carson Dean as a, a defensive end. Um, there's only one new safety offered, and that was Tyler Turner uh, out of San Antonio Brennan, committed to Baylor right now. 
uh, two-time All-District selection, uh, five interceptions as a sophomore, three interceptions as a junior. Uh, did y'all get a chance to talk to him? He kind of uh, come and go. What? What? He what came and he he came and went. <laughs> he was one of those. But we had known about him going into the week, and so we'd always, you know, we check out their huddles, we check out their tapes. Um, this is a rangy cat. This is a guy that just roams and, and he's got a, he's almost a more athletic Jaron Thompson. He's got great instincts, but he gets there a little bit quicker. He takes great angles. I wouldn't say he's a big hitter as much as he is a guy that he can fill the alley. But man, he's back there diagnosing plays. He, he's back there figuring out what's going on, checking out tendencies. He's a rangy safety that has a good eye for the football. And if you're going to play free safety in this defense, you need to be able to do that. Two other safeties were in that had already been offered. Anthony White out of Abernathy. You guys, uh, I know everybody likes him. He's He seems to be Texas, Texas Tech at this point. At this point, yes. He, he does like Tech. Being a West Texas kid, it's kind of hard not to. And give Joey McGuire credit. He's He's gotten in there pretty good with him. Okay. And then Makari Vickers. This is a name that not many people will know out of yeah. Tallahassee, Florida, uh, Pope John Paul II High School. He was also in as well. And he's a top 50 player in the country. I, I was fortunate enough. I believe I was the only person that got to talk to Makari. I think I was the only one that recognized him. Um, took him off to the side. And I got to meet his parents, got to meet his brother and his sister and his trainer. They all made the drive. I said, guys, Tallahassee, you, you got Florida State right down the road. What would bring you all the way to Austin? And they all said the same thing, Deshard Choice. Deshard Choice offered this kid when he was at Georgia Tech. Then he takes the USC job for a minute, and before he leaves Southern Cal, he offers him USC offer. As soon as he gets to Texas, he calls him. He offers him from Texas. This kid's got three separate offers from Choice in the last four months. If that doesn't show you love, I don't know what does. His parents gushed over Coach Choice and Coach Sarkeesian. They loved meeting him. They thought that was a real genuine, uh, um, uh, you know, a, a, a really honest, appreciative guy. And so, but talking to Makari, I asked him, I said, what, what is it about Coach Choice? He's like, that guy's my favorite uncle. He said, he said, that guy loves me. He said, no matter where he is, he wants me to be there. And that makes me feel special. And that's why these young coaches are going to be such a boost especially we're going to see it in the spring when they can start going into high schools and doing more evaluating that they're already doing. Nothing against Stan Drayton and Andre Coleman, but there's some new sheriffs in town. These guys are young, they're energetic, and they, they, they make a great impression. And to Shard Choice, the way Macari Vickers spoke about Choice, now I don't know where it's going to put Texas in the mix. He did tell me he would like to come back this summer for a camp, and then he also wants to come back for a game in the fall. He doesn't really have a timeline, but like you said, he's a top 50 kid. He's going to be at Alabama next weekend, and then he's also got Florida State on the in the mix too so uh that was one i was kind of excited to, to to see him because when you get a kid that's taking an unofficial from tallahassee brings the family and they come out just as as, ex as excited to to see coach choice uh that to me if i'm a texas fan that that should be real happy all right uh no new cornerback offers uh that we're aware of uh, but two guys that had been offered uh, showed up. Javian Toviano out of Arlington Martin is a big one. Uh, and then also Jordan Matthews out of Shreveport Woodlawn. Uh, both of those guys came in over the weekend. 
right? Uh, let's start with Matthews. He's actually, you know, Bobby, you and I both got that wrong. I thought it was Shreveport Woodlawn. It's Baton Rouge Woodlawn. Oh. So you're not the only one. I got that. I got that wrong as well. Jordan actually visited last summer and I got to meet his family when he came in for a, um, it was during that cram session in June where kids were just coming in every other, uh, coming in every weekend. Jordan is one hell of a cornerback. This is a skilled kid who's going to play at the next level uh you have to wonder about lsu you have to worry about alabama and i think georgia is now kind of wanting to step in into that recruitment but what did he do he came back to austin he made that long drive i believe his his folks said it was a seven and a half hour drive uh or eight hour drive to austin so that he, he was able to come back where Texas situated with Matthews is kind of remains to be seen, but just the fact that he came back, I think was key, but the number one guy on campus, the number the highest rated guy was JV and Toviano. He was kind of the surprise visitor yesterday and what a pleasant surprise because to understand Toviano, Texas was on him really, really early. The previous staff, they offered him early and with Former teammates at Arlington Martin, Maurice Blackwell, who's now at Texas, Travell Johnson, who will enroll in June, also coming to Texas. They had always kind of been in his ear a little bit. So Toviano always liked Texas until about last summer. And then he takes a visit to OU, goes and hangs out with some of those guys. And Norman, all of a sudden, OU kind of jumps into the mix. Then Riley takes off. Well, I think that's reset things for him. I think he kind of had his eye on OU up until that point. Now it's Alabama. They are pushing every button. And for a kid like Toviano, that's a kid that can go to Bama and play pretty early. This is a very, very talented special corner who will play on Sundays. He has a tenacity that you crave on the island from a guy like that. And he plays both ways. Don't get it wrong. And he was, I believe he was an off. He was a district uh, offensive player, uh, all district player on offense as well. But Adam Toviano was back was big because he hadn't been back in a while. And he actually said that he said he hadn't seen the new facilities since everything had been uh, uh, reopened. He said he, he, he wanted to reconnect with some of the coaches because he felt like he hadn't seen them in a while. That was very proactive for a guy that's a top 10 rated kid in the state. He's a national recruit and he is a kid when you're looking for lockdown corners, when you want a Denver Harris in every cycle, this cycle is Javion Toviano. Between him and Javon Thomas of South Oak Cliff, those are your two main dudes up for like at corner. And getting Toviano back on campus was a win. He was he was real happy when he left. So uh, all of this and more uh, can be found on InsideTexas.com. That's where Jer Justin and I work uh, on a daily basis. Uh, please consider a subscription. Also, if you're enjoying this broadcast uh, or videocast and podcast, please uh, click on the red subscribe button and like the like the video if you would. Um, Justin, uh, before we get going, uh, Mike Adams had two kids uh, as a uh, Texas grad and someone that's followed Texas for Texas football for 30 plus years now. Uh, Mike Adams, the old wide receiver from Texas, I'm told he had a couple of his uh, young kids. Uh, of his sons on campus this weekend as well. Yeah, those guys, they kind of snuck off as well uh, towards the end where people couldn't catch him. But I made sure to call and talk and talk to Coach Adams uh, on my way home uh, because, like you said, he's got two twin boys, Eli and Deuce. One's a quarterback, one's a receiver. Uh, both play at a very high level. Both are exceptional baseball players. And, and talking to Coach Adams, he was optimistic. I think 
I think he wants Texas to recruit his kids. And so I think he was excited that they extended him an invitation. And like he said, they started building those relationships with those guys. That's where it starts. You can't just talk to the dad who's a former alum. You got to connect with the kids. You got to connect with the brothers. I think there's a sense they'd like to play together in college, but that's not a definite. But just, you know, just coming, you know, just from, you know, catching up with Coach Adams, those kids were excited to see dad's old stomping grounds. They were, they were excited to see kind of how dad went through his thing. And, and you could tell, uh, you could tell Mr. Adams had his chest out and he was proud and he should be, he's got two really good young looking boys. And I like that Texas is in on them a little bit early. I don't know where they are priority wise, but they're 2024 and there's plenty of time for, for that growth. I will say this, Deuce Adams is a good looking quarterback. And I will say this, they may be better baseball prospects and that there's nothing wrong with that, but I can't wait to see their growth. I can't wait to see how they develop. And just the fact that coach Adams said, Hey, we're building a relationship. We, we, we've set the floor right now to me. He knows what he's doing. And I love Texas approach when it comes to that. Uh, interesting. Uh, they are down at New Braunfels Canyon. Um, so, all right. As we wait for Latavius Brini, um, to make his decision. Uh, again, catch us, uh, catch the news. We, we think that might come down as soon as today. Uh, the Georgia transfer product uh, that uh, Texas brought in for an official visit, also considering Arkansas, we believe, uh, as well. Uh, for But that'll be our junior day kind of summary on the new offers uh, for on Texas football. Justin, thanks for your time. Get some rest. Uh, and uh, we'll see you here again soon on On Texas Football. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.